This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed Saturday wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're in the comfort of your very own home, listening to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The Halftime Show is about to kick off, guys, so make sure you are ready for this. Now, last week... I put up a post on my Instagram at Omar Duri asking the halftimers if I was to give you the show for one day, what would you like to hear? Now I got a lot of different responses and very cool ones as well. Any topic in sport or lifestyle, I left the floor to you guys. The options were endless. Now the response was cool because it had a variety of things which consisted under one umbrella how to deal with the current COVID-19 home isolation through mindset, through gratitude, through training, through environment. It was very cool. I tried to put all these together from all the different people that left their suggestions. And guess what, guys? You've inspired us to do a show based on what you wanted to hear. So we're going to call this The People's Show on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri Home Edition. Now I get asked a lot, Omar, how are you always motivated? And the truth of the matter is, guys, I'm not. Sometimes I use things to motivate me. Responsibility, accountability, reputation, my wife, my friends. Truth is, you won't be motivated to exercise 100% of the time. And that's the reality of it. That's the real truth behind it. Even world champions have dips in motivation, which is important to bear in mind. Environment and surroundings have a huge role. Go ahead. I challenge you to create a setup from now. Now, this could be for training, meditation, or even a zone to detach yourself from everything for 10 minutes. Don't have enough space? Go get a towel. And every time you place that towel down, you enter that 10 minutes of detachment. Now, with less movement and transitioning from home to work and work to gym and gym to home with the current home isolation, here's my challenge to you. Why is it we are feeling more tired and fatigued with less movement? It's because the mind is on overload and that's causing you to feel fatigue. If we ever doubted how powerful the mind can be, that explains it. The uncertainty that causes our nervous system to be on call for 24 hours. Even when you sleep unconsciously carrying that thought of tomorrow morning. What news will I hear? What WhatsApp message will I receive? Now that's where mindfulness, meditation and detachment can be your best for resetting. 
Now, does it have to be an hour or even 30 minutes? No, it can be 10 minutes of clarity. But the question is, what is clarity? Breathing, clearing out any toxicity that may have remained from the day before. Let's dive deeper into your thoughts and identify them. Let's embrace them. It's okay to even challenge them. Now, honestly, some of the best people I've spoken to were so in tuned with what they were saying, it made me forget anything else out of the conversation. One of the best ways to keep yourself accountable is to find a community of like-minded individuals who can provide the support you need when you're not on form. Now, if you normally sit on front of the screen for two hours, then set yourself a TV allowance. I'm not saying don't have the two hours. I'm saying keep the two hours as TV allowance. It sounds funny, right? Now, what this does is it frees up 22 more hours of the day to take on other things. But I need to sleep, you're probably thinking, right? Okay, so how many hours do you sleep? I need eight hours. <laughs> okay, so let's add the two hours of TV and the eight hours of sleep. That's 10 hours out of the 24. The question is now, how are you filling out the remainder of the 12 hours? Get a pen or write this down in your phone. Go ahead. Okay, cool. <laughs> now use the notes or whatever you want on your phone or just write it down. Sometimes it helps to write it down. The key to growth on, uh, under the new norm, COVID-19 situation, is to be aware of your own individual situation. Find something that works for you. Now remember, something that works for me might not for you and vice versa. Self-awareness is the path to inner peace. Now I read somewhere... Learn to master your thoughts. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. And that just hit a light bulb in my head. Because gaining clarity in life will help you prioritize what is important to you. Now, writing things down, like I mentioned today, promotes clarity, accountability, but also an awareness on progress. Go ahead, try it. How many hours do you sleep a day? Or how many hours do you need of sleep? Write that down first. How many hours do you spend lounging? playing computer games, Netflix, watching movies, whatever it is, write that down as well. Now, how much time do you need for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Put that in as well. Now, how are you filling the rest of the day out? See, all these putting them down actually helps you realize your size, what fits for you, what works under your schedule, your lifestyle, your routine. We all have our own responsibilities with kids, with work, especially working from home. There's so many things now we're starting to factor into our final, you know, let's say template. But one thing I will add is gratitude. Now, do we tend to look at what we have rather than what we don't? It's a tough time at the moment. Don't get me wrong, guys. We all feel it and we're all in the same boat. In, if, in fact, if anything, the universe has actually put us all on the same level now. Now, I was reading up the other day and Gandhi said something amazing. He said, I was sad when I had no shoes until I saw a man who had no feet. Now, for us who are working from home, some people aren't working. They've lost their jobs, unfortunately, and our hearts are out to those people. Don't worry, this time will pass. However, it really does come down to perspective. When I, when I read that, I was sad when I had no shoes until I saw a man who had no feet. The reason I'm drawn to, uh, to this statement, or even wiser people in general, because they see things differently to me. Me as Omar Alduri, I always you know, take from a lot of different people who know more than I do. What's important? If we throw our problems into a pile, would you go back and rush to pick up your own, considering other people are suffering from a lot more? And that was 
you know, something else I read up on. So we can receive much more deeply is my message for today. And you guys inspired me to actually put this segment together. So gratitude, empathy, compassion, you know, these are all things. And I was listening to Jay Shetty the other day and he said, never forget the people who take time out of their day to check up on you. And that really hit home as well. And he also said, when, no one, when nobody else celebrates you to learn, to celebrate yourself. When nobody else compliments you, then compliment yourself. And that kind of leads, you know, what we said today, guys, accountability. And we're sending you all love and energy from wherever you are tuning around the world on Pulse95 on the Halftime Show. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three. Because coming up next, with so much happening over the weekend, we talk about some of how we stay busy physically. And you know what I'm getting to. A lot of initiatives online, a lot of classes, a lot of uh, people getting together to actually train and motivate each other. Find out more on The Only Place to Be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show, the Omar Adouri Home Edition, brought to you from our homes in respect to what's happening around the world with the COVID-19. So one thing I've really enjoyed... Uh, lately is being able to participate in positive health initiatives now the reason being is because i get days sometimes where it's challenging as well (laughs) as i said in segment one and it's not always easy for even health professionals to maintain that level but i guess that's why we're on the same page here like facing the similar challenges mentally we spoke about you know, it's one of the toughest challenges. And I've tried several class, uh, like classes online from home workouts to doing a course at Yale. <laughs> and shout out to, uh, to the Rouge group for getting me into that. Um, now, what, what are the different types of training done for me personally is to strike a balance to evaporate any negative thoughts we get on a day-to-day basis. And let's face it, folks, at the moment now, there is a lot of negativity out there. The one thing we got to do is is think about like what we want to achieve on that day not to overwhelm ourselves that much um, but just to kind of set ourselves a goal you know whether it's physical whether it's mental whatever it is something that you want to do that day getting yourself into that you know frame and mindset okay the other day um, i got on a zoom call uh, shout out to alia amanda zaki mo sam sara Gemma, who are all involved uh andrea all involved in taking uh part in this course that we are doing um the happiness of science and you know the science of well-being um and through COVID 19 we're all doing this course on the you know online through zoom call um to be able to communicate and coordinate with each other in what we want to set you know individually now would that have ever happened had we been out and not in home isolation probably not at least not collectively and other good things happening in the uae nowadays is really opening up our eyes to how much material we actually have in the palm of our hands through technology 
um, I saw the hashtag stay home for run which happened on uh, on Friday happened yesterday at 9am with Grant Goes and fine fit people if you remember Grant Goes was on the halftime show last year really good guy really good energy and always bringing the community together you know he's he's done several things in the world of fitness over the last decade or so and he came up with this initiative which i found very interesting it's also promoting you know being active and staying healthy from home um there's three categories you could have taken part in it was fun runner where you follow the coaches as they take take you through different running movements for 30 minutes there's the total distance which is see how far you can run for 30 minutes obviously within your home and then there's the max calorie burn which aims to burn as many calories as you can in 30 minutes so see initiatives like this has really opened up the creativity factor as well for everyone and with fine fit people they've been doing a lot of these classes online uh, to be able to kind of get everyone together uh, Dubai Sports Council also did something in collaboration with Essex Middle East um, which was very interesting a marathon at home for the whole world you know under the umbrella of DSC be fit be safe and stay home campaigns the first of its own kind around the world and also it's uh, 42.195 kilometers that's right people that's something you need to train for by the way and I'm sure a lot of people are quite sore that even prepared themselves for this it was between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. UAE time with a 10 hour cap uh, participants decided on the shape of their running course but running on a treadmill or training equipment was not accepted it had to be um, indoors it couldn't be in public areas um, they need to physically run on ground and inside their houses so that's a very very cool thing there was monitors there to actually you know keep track of the distance and the steps and everything which was very very cool and you could register and they registered basically online did you take part in anything like that? If you did, uh, let us know. Slide into the DMs at Pulse95 Radio or even at Omar Duri and let me know how it went for you. I'm really excited to hear, you know, um, the feedback from that. And as you know, myself, uh, my wife and I have been doing home classes inspired by our very own safe at Pulse95 Radio who uh, suggested the idea to me to you know hold something for community for our friends for our family to promote staying at home being positive using your own body weight to do a 30 minute exercise and you know what guys thank you so much for the support it's been overwhelming in how you guys have stood by us and also motivated us to work out massive massive shout out to everyone who was involved um we did a, a ford middle east um workout the other day as well which was very very cool on their page and then now we're back on our page at omar Duri on instagram uh, and pulse 95 radio doing home workouts every saturday and every tuesday at 5 p.m uae time where we get everyone round up now guys if you do miss the workout don't worry you can catch it it's got 24 hours to actually get the workout done before we remove it so don't worry about that all is blessed on that side you guys um, have been fantastic and coming up next we do our first sports review on what to watch for the week on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri, home edition. Hope you're blessed wherever you're tuned in, listening to us around the world. 
Now, in the first segment, we spoke about the mindset. In the second segment, we spoke about the physical aspect and also how we're doing things at home. Now, the current trend now is Netflix and catching up on our favorite shows. Now, seeing as this is a sports show, I get asked a lot, Omar, any good sports documentaries apart from Money Heist Out? <laughs> and I'm thinking, hey, listen, Money Heist is a good show. But yeah, if you want to get into your, your sporting mode, if you want to watch something that's going to motivate you or even something that's going to entice you into uh, behind the scenes footage or locker room or behind, you know, the coach's eyes, all these kind of things. And you know what? I thought about it and I thought for a segment, let me do a review show where... I can actually review a sports show for your documentary or anything that might motivate you, overwhelm you or underwhelm you to save you the time in watching. So this week, I've got a review on Netflix, which is by Sunderland Till I Die. Now, I'm going to break down for you what this is first. Firstly, it's a football documentary, but it's also on a city, a city which is very passionate. Now, there's two seasons to this. Do you have to be a football fan? No, uh, but I think you need to be a fan of team sports because there are many elements in this show that resonate with me because of my love for team sports and what comes with it. Unity, culture, support, growth, what it means to a nation or a city in this case. Now, in some parts of the world, sports are looked at like an everyday practice. You support the team through victory or defeat. You kick every ball and dispute every call the referee makes. Sunderland Until I Die is a documentary which highlights the people of Newcastle. For those that don't know, Newcastle is a very, very passionate sports city which is divided between two teams, Sunderland and Newcastle. Both used to be in the Premier League, arguably the most competitive league in the world. Now, since Sunderland got relegated in 2016, things changed drastically for the club. Here is where the documentary begins. Living the emotional roller coaster is very real, even for the non-Sunderland fan. Change of ownership, managers, coaches and ideas has added more instability to an unstable ship. Now, the emergence of a star, a talent discovered from youth which is successful with Sunderland, but does that mean trouble for the club? See, you're going to have to watch to find out. I don't want to burn it for you, but it does give a true understanding of what being a sports fan is. The different angles to the documentary, not just from a player's perspective, but a coach's as well. There's also things behind the scenes we don't see. The chef, the physiotherapist, the local waiter or waitress, or even people that just meet up at the local cafe or pub or bar or whatever you want to call it. There's real depth to this experience. And the rating on IMDb was 8.2 out of 10. And that tells you a lot about the viewership on this and also, is it okay for everyone? The duration is two seasons. The dose of factor, <laughs> which I'm ad I've added to this review, is actually very, very low. So I would give it a two out of 10 dose of factor, which is a very good thing. It's, is there a star in the show? There's a few stars but I'll leave that up to you to tell me who they are. Would I recommend it? Most definitely. Um, did I learn anything from it? Considering I had no idea what happened to Sunderland, I was very engaged. So that tells you something. I, I really wanted to find out what happened and I was dying to Google it, but I said, no, nope, don't Google it, watch the series. And it took me exactly two days and I finished both seasons. So that tells you something. Do I want a season three to come out? Absolutely. I'd love to see what happens in season three um, because now I'm actually in tune with what they're doing in real life. I'm keeping close tabs of it. So that tells you the documentary left its mark. 
Coming up next, we discuss the latest headlines in UFC 249 as Dana White concedes defeat to the Stay Home campaign and cancels April 18th. But what made him stand down? Find out next on the Halftime Show Home Edition on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful. It's time! It sure is that time. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri, home edition. Shout out to everyone tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're in the comfort of your very own home, listening to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We appreciate you. Hope you're safe at home and in good spirits. And if you're just tuning in and missed the show earlier, we spoke about responding to COVID-19 mentally and physically. Check it out and share it with your friends and see what they write down on the 24-hour timeline that we included in the show. Now, it's really interesting what we actually do when we re- like record things down. Earlier this week on the podcast, we spoke about the lack of sporting events, understandably due to the home isolation during COVID-19. Dana White was adamant that the show must go on and spoke very boisterous about 249, which was destined to be live on April 18th. Now, first, Habib Nurmagomedov was pulled off the card against Tony Ferguson due to flight restrictions on getting out of Russia. Justin Gaethje then stepped up to the headline event, the event with Tony Ferguson for the interim title. There was talks of a fight island being created just for the international and local athletes to compete on which apparently is still underway and should be ready in a month, according to Dana White. Now, in his interview... This was yesterday, I believe. Dana White explained that he is still capable of making this happen next week, but was very respectful of his partners at ESPN, and they have asked him not to go ahead with the UFC 249 this month. How do you guys feel about this? You know, has Dana White allowed Ego to continue to try and make the spectacle happen, or is he actually doing this for the fans? There's been mixed reviews online, but slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio and at Omar Duri on Instagram and let me know what you think of this scenario. Is it too risky or is someone trying to make things happen here? Now we've reached full time on the halftime show. Much love to everyone listening. Have an incredible day. Stay home, stay safe, stay blessed and catch me on Monday 3 to 4 on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. 